Hey guys, we're your hosts, Annie and Mariah. We're unraveling life one conversation at a time, and we're leaving nothing left unsaid. Hey everyone, so if you're hearing this episode, there is a very possible chance that Mariah has had her baby. So excited. But with that being said, you get me today for a solo episode, and we're going to talk all about what you need to pack on your next trip with your toddler. So for those of you that don't know, I have a son who just turned three a few weeks ago. So of course these items are catered to him, but feel free to interpret it however you feel and input products that best suit your child. Now I just went on a trip to California a couple weeks ago for a couple of weeks. I was with my boyfriend and Luca my son. So we took a one hour and 10 minute plane ride from here to Detroit. And then we took a second plane ride that was a little over four hours. So if you want to just total it, we traveled in an airplane for roughly five and a half hours. So this is of course catered to anybody flying with a child. But if you're going on some of those longer flights, I think some of my tips are going to be really beneficial for you. Um, I was really anxious to fly with a toddler. I had this fear that he was going to annoy people on the plane and I was going to have like rude adults making comments and whatnot, but that's not the case. And also just food for thought, keep it in the back of your mind. If somebody is annoyed by your child being a child, nine times out of 10, they don't have a kid themselves. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And also too, they can put headphones in. They can mind their own business and put headphones in. So, and if they don't have headphones, that's their fault. But also every airline, you can buy headphones. So again, if anybody has a problem, let it be their problem, not yours. And just remember that you're doing the best that you can with your child, trying to comfort them, keep them uh, feeling like they you know, have stuff to do on the plane because I was very, very nervous. I was so anxious, like to the point where my chest was hurting and I wanted to throw up. Like that's how heavily I was thinking about this whole trip situation. Um, but again, don't worry about it. I know it's easier said than done, but let's just get into it because I have a lot of stuff to go over and I'm kind of going to just like bang it out really quick, I think, and maybe do a little bit of a description for a few of these. But if anybody has any questions, I will uh, post some stuff on the Instagram page for this episode. So yeah, here we go. So traveling with a toddler, uh, for Luca, I bought him a duffel bag. Now this is a kid size duffel bag. It's a blue duffel bag from Amazon. It has dinosaurs all over it. He is going through an extremely big dinosaur phase, which is just so silly to watch. But duffel bag that had a lot of different compartments, and this is what I kept all of his stuff in. Now, I had my own carry-on on the plane, but uh, my carry-on just had like the different stuff. So his his bag had all of his toys and activities and whatnot inside of it. And then my carry-on really just had like my laptop, the iPad, a change of clothes for him, and then like my toiletry bag. That's really all that I carried. So inside of his duffel bag, one of the amazing things that I bought for this trip was a tray table cover. Now we all know that tray tables on airplanes are probably the most unsanitary thing in the universe, but the tray table cover, I did not really buy for that purpose. Of course it helped with, 
you know, keeping the area a little bit, like keeping him a little bit cleaner in the area and whatnot. Of course, I wiped it down with disinfectant wipes first, but the tray table cover that I bought for the airplane actually has walls on it. And the reason I wanted this for Luca was because I know that he's going to drop his toys and he's going to drop his cars and they're going to roll off of the, the tray table. So to honestly make my life a little bit easier, I wanted everything in a little section. And this tray table had this tray table cover has these little walls on it. So it kept his toys in from getting out. And then it also came with a couple attachments where you could hang stuff off of the side of the tray table cover. So if you needed more storage, if you were on a long flight where you wanted like everything to be out and also too, it'd be helpful as a parent, if you had like your phone and something else and you wanted to stick it in this instead of the back seat pocket on the airplane seat, it would be, uh, helpful for you too. So that was a really big thing that I had in the trays on the tray table. And then it also has a little strap that keeps your child's cup from falling. So this, one of the other items that I had packed for Luca is I think the brand is Contigo. I bought them from Costco. It came in a pack of three and they're these really heavy duty, amazing cups that have a reusable straw. So I grabbed that, put that in his bag. And then I also packed Pedia light packets. So the powdered Pedialyte. If your child loves juice, okay, my child loves white grape juice, apple juice. He loves Pedialyte. He, you can't take liquids on a plane, right? So my second best thing was getting Pedialyte powdered packets, which yes, they are expensive, but, um, we do things for our children. You know what I mean? So I grabs a packet or, um, I grabbed a box of Pedialyte packets and just threw like three packets in my snack bag for him. And then the rest I put in my checked suitcase. That way I had some to come back. So something also to keep in mind too, is that you have to remember that there is a return flight home. You are flying to your destination and then there is a return flight home. So you have to remember that the stuff that your child is using on the airplane has to be used on the way back. So just, I'm going to, I'm going to come back to that in a minute. Okay. So Going further into this snack bag, so you have a toddler, right? They need to eat, and most toddlers don't actually eat. They just snack all day. So, of course, when you're traveling, you're not going to have the most amazing options for your child as far as food goes until you get to your destination, but you can do what you can do, and you can pack what you know that they'll eat. So, for myself, I I don't have a list of what exactly I packed food-wise, but I had a gallon Ziploc bag of tons of snacks for Luca. So our flight was at like four o'clock in the morning and I knew that he needed to eat breakfast. So uh, of course I can't bring liquids on the plane, but what I did do is I packed his favorite cereal. So he had dried cereal on the plane. I know that he loves donuts. So I made sure that I packed a donut for him on the plane. Um, there's a couple other breakfasty foods like that, that he'll eat. So I, put a couple in there. They do allow you to bring the like little squeeze pouches on a plane. So I packed one of those that I knew that he would eat. Um, so just remember like what time of day you're flying, what foods will cater best to that. So again, I had a couple breakfast options and I had a couple lunch options. Um, Luca really didn't eat on the airplane because he slept for a majority of the flight. So Thankfully, that was my situation. But when he did wake up, 
in for the second flight, which was a longer flight, um, these snacks really came in handy. So not every kid drinks Pedialyte or likes juice. So just be sure that you are giving your child enough options that way that they're drinking something. Um, but again, you know your child the best, so do whatever you feel is right. Um, but for that, I would say pack more snacks than you think you need because worst case scenario is they're not going to eat them and then you just have more snacks for them when you get to your destination. So either way, they're going to come in handy whether it's the day of travel, later on after your destination, or throughout the duration of your trip. And the next thing that I ended up packing for Luca, which I think was my most brilliant thing yet, I got a clear cosmetic bag off of Amazon, which I filled with toys. I am a person, I don't know what the term is. There's a term for it. I can't think of it, but I am the type of person where everything has to be in its place and everything has to be in like a container. And, um, I, I compartmentalize everything in my life. And if I have a bag, there's a chance that there's three other bags in that bag. So for this clear makeup bag, it was, so amazing because it was clear so I could see into it. That was like the key is seeing into it and it had a handle on it. So it was very easy to like pick up out of his duffel bag and whatnot. And also too, all of his toys were in it and it zipped closed. So it's not like every five seconds I was like pulling different toys out of his bag. He knew that this was all the toys that he got. That's it. That's all you get on the airplane. But the best part about it was these are toys that Luca had never played with before. Luca had never seen these dinosaurs that were in the container. He had never seen these magnetic tegu blocks that were in the container. He had never seen this little doodle board that was in there. And that is the key to traveling with a toddler, especially catering these items to what you know your child loves. Luca is in a dinosaur phase right now. He loves anything and everything Spinosaurus, T-Rex. Uh, Allosaurus. Like he's obsessed with it. So I ended up going to the dollar store. Mind you, I have a million dinosaurs at my house that are amazing quality. I didn't have to buy any new ones. I could have just taken something, but it really is important to note that if you know your child is obsessed with a certain type of toy and you know that they're going to be devastated when it if it eventually gets lost and you know that you can't recover this item if it gets lost, don't take it. Just don't take it. Just find something similar. And if it's new and they're in a new environment, they're going to be excited about it. So for me, I ended up going to the dollar store and I ended up going there to buy like um, small lock containers to put some of his snacks in. That way I had a reusable container, which I'm going to say that as my next item real quick, and then I'll, I'll touch back to the makeup case. I ended up buying these little Tupperware containers that were probably like three inches long and two inches wide. They were small, but they were a container that he could very easily open and close. And also too, when he ate his snacks, instead of me putting them on the tray table cover, I put them in this container. So I ended up, I guess I ended up bringing like a small it wasn't a bowl, but I ended up bringing like just a small container for Luca to like have his snacks from the snack bag dispersed into this container. So that way it was like a little bit more hygienic. That's totally not necessary, but that is just something extra that I did. Um, but anyways, I'm going to touch back to the makeup case with toys. So in this, he had two dinosaurs that he had never seen before because I had bought them from the Dollar Tree. Of course, I sanitized them, but in my mind, I'm thinking my three-year-old child is probably potentially may lose these toys in the airplane. And if he does, I will not be upset because it is $1.25 that I just spent on these. Not a big deal. Who cares? So he didn't end up losing them. He ended up taking great care of them. But these were toys that I didn't mind if he lost. Um, 
because I either had replacements for it or they didn't cost me that much money or whatever the case may be. But the most amazing thing I did was put these toys in this bag because he knew, he knew that he needed to keep these toys in this bag on the tray table, on the tray table cover. And I also, this was like really good timing for me, but for Easter, I ended up getting him a few of the Matchbox cars and he had a little, I don't know if it's called a Matchbox excavator because of, I don't know if Matchbox is like the size of it or whatnot, but he had a little excavator and he's obsessed with excavators and like tractors and stuff. So I had a couple of cars and excavator and then the dinosaurs and everything. I had extras of that from Easter because he got a bunch of cars and stuff for Easter. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep these, not give him them on Easter. And I'm going to give them to him on the trip because it kind of fell within like a few weeks of one another. So all the toys that Luca had were toys that he had never seen before. So it really kept him occupied for so long on the airplane. And then one more thing I ended up throwing in here, which he actually didn't want. He didn't like it. He didn't want to use it. So it was just kind of more a waste of money for me, but maybe eventually he'll use it. It was like six bucks. I bought a roll of tape that looks like a road because I thought that he would want to drive his cars on it, but he didn't. He did not like the sticky thing. I think it's just like a, it was, I don't even know what it was, but he just was not into it at all. Um, so that was really the only item I brought that he just didn't like and no harm, no foul. Like I said, he'll play with it eventually. It just wasn't for him on the airplane. And if he doesn't want to play with something on the airplane, he shouldn't have to. Um, that's just my, that's just my two cents. But so Another item that I had brought was a sticker book. And I kept hearing so many people tell me, bring a sticker book, bring a sticker book, reusable stickers. It'll keep them so occupied. And it's funny because Luca, along with the whole tape thing, Luca kind of gets weird about like sticky stuff. Like he doesn't like the texture of a sticker on his skin. It's just not for him. And that's cool. That's fine. But this sticker book, you guys, was such a winner for this trip because it kept him occupied for one hour. One hour of a four-hour plane ride? That's amazing. That's amazing because the toys kept him busy for another hour. So that's two hours. And then I'm going to go down further on the list to tell you what else kept him busy. But um, yeah, it kept him so content for an hour on the plane. It was a tractor sticker book that I bought off of Amazon and it had hundreds of stickers. It was like 10 pages of all these different tractors, all this different equipment. And you kind of have to like take the sticker, find the shadow, put the sticker in the shadow that matches it. And it was amazing too, to just like watch my son navigate through the pages and be like, Oh, this sticker looks like this shadow. Like how does your brain, I don't know how kids learn this stuff because like, did I teach him that? Did he learn that from someone else? I, He's just smart. It's just crazy. So not only was he using his brain to find the matching piece, but also it was fun. Like I was doing it. Alex was doing it. And it was just a good time. Like this sticker book, you guys kept him so busy. And then we also used this on the plane ride back because he didn't get through all the pages of the book. There was so many. Um, but yeah, that was one of like the best purchases. And I almost didn't get it. So I'm so glad that I did. 
Um, and then one more thing that I had brought that I guess is kind of toy related is I brought a book. Well, I brought one book, one book only, and it was a book that I know is his favorite. I bought it at Costco. It's a really small book, but it's really thick. And it's one of those where the pages like open up wider and it was all about construction. And it's his favorite book. He always wants me to read it to him for bedtime. So I knew that if there was a couple of things that I wanted to keep the same, Uh, at our destination, I wanted to have a book that he loved and it kind of made him feel safe. So that is a, um, actually like a mom tip, I guess, is if you're traveling to a new place, thankfully I was staying at my brother's house. So it was very homey, but if you're in a hotel, two things that I think are, are really smart is to bring a pillowcase from home and to also use, bring a book that your child loves and something that like, you know, that they love, um, and if you know your child, you're, I'm sure a book is like popping into your head right now as you listen to this. I also packed a blanket for him that was a blanket big enough that it would cover my legs and Alex's legs. And this was just like by chance, I guess. I went to Walmart and I was looking for a thin airplane blanket. Now I have so many blankets at home that are thicker. He's got his like smaller baby blankets, but they're really thick. And I was thinking to myself, I don't want to pack this small thick blanket if it's going to take up a ton of space in his duffel bag and if like he's barely going to be able to use it because it's just a small blanket. So I ended up searching through Walmart and if you know what an airplane blanket is, it's just a very thin blanket. Like I don't really know how to describe it, but it's very thin. Um, There's nothing to it. It's like a piece of fabric. That's it. And I ended up finding a super thin PJ masks blanket, which if you're a toddler mom, it's just, that's a show on TV and Luca loves PJ masks. So I bought this for him. I showed him the blanket before we left for our trip and he slept with it a few times. That way he kind of like got familiar with it. Um, And it was a hit. It was amazing. He used it for bed when we got to our destination. Not only did he use it, but like if I got a little chilly on the plane, I would like put it over my leg. So it was really dual usage for both him and I. And um, it rolled up really, really small into his duffel bag, which was key because I wanted to make sure I had something to help him sleep on the airplane, whether it was a pillow or blanket. And I chose blanket, but also too, if you wanted to add a small pillow for your child, you could, I, I do have one at my house that I didn't pack. Um, part of me kind of wished that I did mainly for the return flight home because we took a red eye, but, um, yeah, I mean, he had my shoulder to lay on or like he also laid on Alex's lap to sleep too. So it really wasn't a big deal. But yeah, the blanket was like $9.99 at Walmart. So if you're traveling with a child, and again, this blanket was cheap. So if for some reason something happened to it, I really didn't care. Um, But he also loves this blanket. So it was just a win-win. Another thing that I brought, which um, I have used these before we left for the trip, is headphones for Luca. I brought two pairs of headphones. One were just like over-the-ear headphones that he's used numerous, numerous times. He loves them, thinks that he's so cool in them. And so that's another mom tip is don't think that your child's going to put headphones on for the first time on an airplane because it's not going to happen. It's a foreign object on their ears. They're going to be very uncomfortable with it. You need to ease them into it. Otherwise, you're going to be upset that they're not going to like it on the airplane when in actuality, it's not your child's fault. It's yours for waiting till the last minute to 
introduce them to a new object like this. There's a, there's a very big difference between introducing your child to an object that touches their body versus a toy. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to talk more about that, but just to put it out there for anybody that's a first time mom, I feel like that's really important to know. Not even a first time mom. You could be like a third time mom and not know that. So headphones are really important. If your child doesn't wear headphones over the ears, I also bought for Luca what's called cozy phones and it is a headband. So your child can lay down while listening to something and it's comfortable for them. And the ones that I bought are a PJ Masks brand. So the same, the same TV show as the blanket that I bought. The good thing about the cozy phones is that the volume in it doesn't get extremely loud. Um, and the other headphones I bought for Luca, they didn't get loud either, but you can obviously test them. I always take headphones that are meant for children. I put them on my head, make sure that the highest volume, like what it is, that way I know what level it needs to be on for Luca's sake. But cozy phones are a great option if your child doesn't like the way headphones make their ears feel, or if they maybe just don't like headphones in general, cozy phones might be the way to go. I also brought my iPad mini, which is the first generation. So this is an iPad I've had for years and years and years. I never use it. I just have it and I've never gotten rid of it. And when I found out that I was pregnant, I was going to sell it. And then I realized maybe I should keep it because I'm thinking like maybe it'll be good for long car rides or road trips or something. And although I haven't taken any road trips with Luca, I'm so happy that I kept this iPad because I downloaded I downloaded TV shows, movies, YouTube videos because I was like, well, Luca can watch it on the plane. And in actuality, Luca didn't use the iPad the entire flight. He didn't want it. I didn't take it out. And that's another mom tip is don't take out the iPad first. Don't do it. Don't do it at all. And another mom tip is if you are on a flight with your child and you have to take multiple flights in one day, Whatever you do, please try not to take out everything on the first flight because if you have a longer flight after, they're already going to see all their new toys and they're going to be bored. So it's it's like, it's so funny how toddlers' brains work, but my sister-in-law had said that to me. She was like, hey, try not to take out all his toys on the first flight because the second one's longer. You'd rather keep him more occupied on the longer flight than take it out on the shorter one. In my case, Luca fell asleep the whole first flight to Detroit, and then he was awake on the longer flight, so it ended up just working out that way. But on the flight back home, it was a four-hour flight back to Detroit and then an hour and some change flight back to New York, and um, he was asleep the whole four-hour flight, and then he was awake for the hour. So, well, he he was awake for a little bit of the four-hour flight on the way home, but um. Yeah. So just play with it. Like just be mindful, cautious of your child. And you, again, you know them better than anyone. So just do what you think is best. But try, but I do think that that is a really great piece of advice. My sister-in-law gave me is to try not to take everything out the first 20 minutes of your plane ride. You want to kind of like drag it along as much as you can. If you're on a longer flight, like I was the Detroit to California flight, it was four hours, but they have TVs on those long flights. So you don't have to have an iPad or a tablet of any kind. If you don't want to, if you're going on a long flight, you can just plug the child's headphones into the TV screen on the back of the headrest. 
But Luca actually didn't want to wear his headphones the entire plane ride because I wanted to put on some shows for him on the TV airplane, but he didn't want it. So I wasn't going to force it. But I did end up having something. Alex ended up putting 101 Dalmatians on the cartoon and Luca sat there watching it with no headphones, which my child is very into watching things and people watching and just like looking at like he doesn't need the audio to match it I, I don't know if anybody else's kid is like that but it's just funny how Luca like doesn't want to listen he just wants to watch so he ended up not using his headphones but he was pretty content on the flight for like a half an hour just watching the movie with no problem so that's just another um another tidbit in case you're flying with a child on a longer airplane ride like there's probably going to be a tv screen on it so if you don't have an ipad it's not a big deal Honestly, the iPad for me really came in handy on vacation at our destination, like around bedtime because we were around my niece and nephew and we were watching like different shows all day and we were doing different things all day. Sometimes we weren't home. Sometimes we were out or we had been gone all day at the beach and whatnot. And and usually he would fall asleep pretty good at bedtime, but there were a few days that he was asking me like, mama, videos, mama, phone. Actually, he calls my iPad phone. I don't know why he thinks it's a phone, but he's like, mama, phone. So I would tell him we're going to watch one show before bed and he would watch it and that's that. So it came in handy for situations like that. Um, Every child is different. Every child is different. Every parent is different. Some parents give their children tablets or iPads for a couple hours a day. Some parents do it when they need a break. Like, I get it. And when you're on vacation, I feel like it's one of those things where you're a little bit more lenient with it. So like do with that info what you will. Um, But iPad really came in handy and the uh, airplane has TVs. So I also packed some Dramamine for Luca. He did not need it. I did not give it to him, but I get motion sickness on airplanes. So I take it for myself and I ended up getting um, like child children's Dramamine. Um, which was suggested by his doctor just in case he needed it. But I packed it just in case. It's good to have if your child gets motion sickness, car sick, um, their little like chewy tablets. And if you need to obviously check the container for directions, but I think it's like two and three year olds get like our three year olds get half a tablet or something. So, but again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse. I'm no medical professional. Make sure you check the back of the packaging on any medication that you give your child. Um, I, I, Switched it up with what Luca wore on his bottom half for airplane rides. This is really important. If you have a child, whether they're potty training or not, for me, I decided that I was going to dabble in potty training, but I didn't want to like full force go into it just because I knew that I had this plane ride to go on and I didn't want to have accidents on the plane, but Luca has been wearing pull-ups. So pull-ups are a much easier option when traveling because if you think about it, first of all, my three-year-old cannot fit on the changing table in an airplane bathroom. There's no way in hell any child, honestly, any child above the age of like one year can't fit on that tray table. And, um, it's, yeah, it's just too tight of a squeeze. So in my mind, I was like, okay, if I have to bring Luca to the bathroom to change him, this is the picture in my mind of what is going to happen. I'm going to sit on the toilet so I can have room for him to stand in front of me. I'm going to then change his diaper where if you have pull-ups on, you pull them on and off. Very, very easy. If you have a diaper on, it's a little bit harder to like put back on. You know what I mean? Like a fresh diaper. So pull-ups are just so easy. It's like underwear. You just swipe them on, swipe them off. Um, so I ended up packing probably four pull-ups in my bag 
and then I had wipes. The rest of the pull-ups I put in my checked luggage. But you want to think about, again, every child is different, but you want to think about packing one diaper for every hour that you are gone or traveling. So I ended up obviously putting a fresh diaper on him when we left the house to go to the airport in the morning. And then usually Luca gets a diaper change like I don't even know. Honestly, I don't keep track anymore, but he is a toddler now. He doesn't get diaper changes like he used to. If you have a child that's maybe a year and a half, two years old, you might need to pack like 10 diapers in your bag. I don't know. I don't know your child. I only know mine. And for this situation, I knew that I only needed to pack four pull-ups and wipes. So when I packed wipes, I ended up using one of those like reusable plastic containers that you put wipes into. Um, And I packed maybe, I don't know, I didn't count the fucking wipes, but maybe I put like a handful in there. Maybe it was like 30 wipes. I don't know. But um, they they did come in handy for other things besides diaper changes. Like I ended up using them to like wipe my hands and like clean the tray table cover if I needed to or something. But again, I had disinfectant wipes for that. But the pull-ups are really important and then the wipes and also for the wipes if you're traveling and you know that you're traveling like a few weeks ahead of time this is like a pro tip a pro mom tip as your trip approaches and you're using wipes at home try to keep a package of wipes that is almost empty and throw it in your carry-on that way you're not carrying a full heavy package of wipes unless that's something you want to do to each their own But I personally didn't want to lug around this heavy-ass new container of wipes because those are heavy. Those are fucking heavy. So I ended up using that reusable container. But then on the end of our trip, when we were returning home, I threw in a package of wipes that was like nearly gone because I had shipped some stuff over to my destination too. And um, depending on where you're traveling to, if you're going to a hotel or something, like you probably don't want to do this, but if you're going to a family's house or whatnot in a different state. Something else that I did as well was I shipped over a few items instead of packing it in my carry-on. I shipped over for myself like body wash and shampoo, um, razors for me to shave. I um, sent over body wash for Luca and shampoo for Luca. That way I didn't have to pack that stuff. So that's like another little tidbit of what you can do before your trip, depending on the location that you're traveling to. Um, but yeah, that's what I did for the wipes. I don't know why I'm going on a tangent about how to pack wipes. It's not that difficult, but that's just what I did. And that was helpful for me. I didn't want to be carrying around anything heavier than it needed to be. So that is why I chose to go the route of using just a small container of wipes. When in doubt though, you could literally just put a Ziploc bag of wipes in your carry on. Like it would just be so much easier. For Luca's sake, I ended up packing hydrocortisone and aquaphor because I know that airplane air is drier and he also has eczema, very sensitive skin, very, very sensitive skin. And I packed the hydrocortisone cream because he was getting really bad dry patches on his face, which that's just something his doctor suggested to do. And then aquaphor as well, because I could use the aquaphor, but also again, for his dry skin and you can use it as a diaper cream and all of that goodness. Okay, so to close out this episode with one more piece of information, your child has to use these same things on the way back to your home. So just be sure to hide them. And that is exactly what I did. We did our plane rides on the way to California. We got to our destination. I immediately, immediately removed the snack bag, 
removed the diapers and wipes and the, like the hydrocortisone aquaphor creams, removed all that because I was going to be using that throughout the flight or throughout the trip. I took all of his toys in the cosmetic bag. I took his tray table cover. I took his sticker book, his construction book. No, I left his construction book out. All the other things I put in my suitcase. I put it in my suitcase. I hid it. And then Luca did not see those belongings until we got on the next plane to go home. Because if he was playing with those toys throughout the duration of his trip, he would have gotten used to them. They wouldn't have been as cool and as new. And that you just have to, you have to listen to me in this one moment. If there's one thing that you need to listen to, it's this. It is to put those toys away as soon as you get to your destination. And you need to not take them out again until you travel back. And to some, that might seem like maybe that's hard to do because you know that your child loves those toys. But it's okay to have like one thing out for your child, but it's not okay to have it all out because you want to keep them content and occupied on the duration of the flight home. So just keep that in mind that you want to uh, safely, securely stow away. all of your belongings under the seat in front of you, if you know what I'm saying. So, yeah. Oh, you know what? Well, there was one more thing that I ended up having on the flight back home, and that was one of those water wow coloring books where you just put water in the pen and it creates a like beautiful image on the book. They're reusable. My sister-in-law's mom actually bought Luca two of these and she found him a dinosaur one. So he was literally using this for like 45 minutes to an hour on one of the flights back home. And it was amazing. I ended up buying one for Luca, but it wasn't dinosaur. So he actually had three in his bag, but he didn't use them on the first flight are on the two flights to our destination. So him seeing this new item on the way back home, and I, I am so glad that she found a dinosaur one because it kept him so occupied. But um, yeah, just keep in mind that your child is a child. They need to be stimulated, but not overstimulated. And they're in a new territory. So if it's their first flight, if you're anything like me and you get so anxious, just remember that if you know you're packing everything you think that is needed, if you're doing all the things you think need to be done, that's enough. And I know that it can be so overwhelming to feel like people are staring at you or you're scared about your child screaming or crying or having a blowout on the airplane. And just take it, like, try to stay present. It's advice I'm trying to actively take right now in my life. But try to stay present and try to remember that your child is a child. They are developing, they are learning, they are experiencing something new. And that is a lot of, that's a lot to be going on to a little brain. You know what I'm saying? So you're doing the best that you can and that's all that you can do. And if you're flying with another person, no sweat, you've got some extra help. And if anybody ever needs advice or help or links or whatever to anything that I've talked about in this episode, or maybe it's not for you and your child, it's for like your brother and his child or sister or whatever, or your friend, just let me know. Like I'm always here to help. It's really hard being a mom sometimes, especially with a toddler, especially with a toddler that thinks that they're a fucking dinosaur all the time. Like seriously, I literally live with a Tyrannosaurus Rex. I'm not even kidding you. But anyways, guys, I'm going to head out. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. This was fun filming by myself, recording by myself. Um, Yeah. I'll catch you guys in the next one. See you later. 
Thanks for listening to this week's episode. We appreciate your support. We would love for you to leave us a review on the platform that you're tuning in on. New episodes air every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. For more up-to-date info, follow along with us on Instagram at nlu.podcast. 